Hello and welcome to episode 200 of Nolo Time. My name is Ovid Velez and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. <laughs> it's good to hear your voice for the 200th time on the podcast, my friend. <laughs> Officially. How you doing? Although it's it's really more than 200. We've done oh, like absolutely. a few things special here and there, stream and reaction to the uh, events, but... As a podcast, it's a milestone, sir. Not every podcast gets to 200. We powered through this for free without <laughs> yeah. a Patreon, without yeah. asking for nothing. So We're not asking for anything. We do this out as a, as a courtesy to you all. Oh, all we man. ask is for you guys to subscribe, like, comment, share, all the good stuff that's literally free for you to do you so thank us later. throw us throw us some support guys <laughs> throw us a like share this these things subscribe all that good stuff yeah. it doesn't cost you anything that is that is enough for us honestly yeah yeah uh joe yeah man so 200th episode uh we had planned something different for today but this week a ton of stuff happened so we're probably just gonna roll with it and do uh, just follow our, our regular protocols here. Um, but yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm really uh, grateful to uh, have started this project and uh, to see it go as, you know, as far as 200. Like I, like when we started it back in the day, I was like, we'll do this for a year and we'll see what happens. It's been, yeah. you know, four years and a couple of months, 200 episodes later. And, and yeah, we're still around. So, yeah, I, I I'm just grateful of the uh, the viewers that uh, have been with us since the beginning. The ones we've lost, of course, we we know, um, and and the ones that has, that have come on board. And the guys on Twitch have been great to us. Um, the uh, guys on YouTube, it keeps you know going up, and uh, you know, of course, uh, most of our following is in Facebooks uh, on Facebook since we started the the live stream on Facebook, of course. Um, that's that's where the majority of uh, of our of our guys are. But you know, uh, definitely a huge shout out to the the guys over at SoundCloud that hears through SoundCloud and the uh, other podcast services. Um, that's you know the, the our, our brunt is that and Facebook. Um, but Twitch has been really good to us, so can't yeah. complain about that. Yeah, I'm I'm very uh, I'm very happy considering, like you said, this is. This is you start off very clearly. This is a passion project. It's not something that we did with an income stream or really doing hardcore marketing for. We treat it as a hobby. Um, trust me, guys. We could do a whole lot more if we, if we really had the resources and time to do it. Especially and, time, um, yeah. Especially time, you know. So um, with the limited capacity that we have, I'm very happy with what, what we've done. And I look forward to the abilities, what we can do going forward. But yeah, man, I just remember how all this started, you know, how how we first met one another. <laughs> I was um, in the literal closet. He was in the literal closet, guys. <laughs> um, I mean, there there's so many great stories that, you know, the, the types of events that we've covered, you know, open night going out. Uh, to different events together as well. Uh, myself traveling out all the way up to the recent Ray Fisher situation that went viral. I mean, we have so many great stories. Our Star Wars recaps and when, when all the, the, the episodic films yeah. coming out there between The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker and 
Rogue One. I mean, we've had so much great coverage on this show. We, we saw Justice League fall and rise from the ashes. We did. This, literally, the podcast started with, with Justice League from where... And, and we were in the news for Justice League as well. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's great to see um, where we've gone where we're going i i i've had a great time with you my friend and this is not the end my guys we're here we're oh, giving yeah. you guys some, some good stuff celebration so keeps keeps all yeah keep showing your support we need it <laughs> yeah uh and we started with venom and then we're going into uh, i guess a sort of spider-verse scenario so who would have thought oh yeah man it's uh, a lot of stuff has happened it's crazy we actually can talk normal now. <laughs> do you remember yeah, when no. we first started? It was like, how do so you say stiff. words? Oh my goodness! Uh, I don't know. Let me think about it. I was so, so awkward. So stiff. we're still awkward, but it's just yeah, cool exactly. Now. <laughs> now I'm just, now I'm just more natural I'm just now. Now, now it's natural. An, yeah, now it's an actual conversational podcast. Before it was, you know, it, it was stiff. You know, if you go back and hear to look like the first ten episodes. That's, we never did this kind of thing. Before. No, absolutely not, man. Um, We've grown yeah. with it. I think. I think the, the after we did the episode, uh, the like the favorite games episode. I think after that, that's probably when we we sort of started getting to more of a normal like pace. To where it's like, oh, okay, so this is how we feel about this thing. Um, so, but yeah. So if you go back and listen to those first ten episodes. Be prepared, uh, especially the first two with like weird audio. Ooh, um, yeah. Oh, remember when our, our audio got off out of sync a few yes. years ago? Man, we had the the, the audio fuzzies coming through because oh. we were using a different uh, provider at the time, yeah. and they're all glitched up. And then you know, finally, we kind of like figure something out. <laughs> I know because right? we jumped providers like three, four times, right? Until we finally settled for Zoom. <laughs> like, just throw it out there. You could see it. We it's were, totally it's Zoom, true. right? It's totally Zoom. It yeah, freaking works, bro. It's yeah. We were using Zoom before the world yes. started using yeah, yeah, Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, we used it at work. So, yeah. you know, exactly. Well, we used, I'm saying even on the podcast, we used it before, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because we started using it before the, the pandemic. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, man. Um, you know, at least this solution, uh, the sort of setup we have right now, the Zoom slash hack OBS thing, and uh, you know, sort of works okay. So I am, uh, I'm happy. But Joe, since we said we're going to follow our regular, irregularly scheduled program, um, let's start with what if uh, for this week. Um, I, I guess. Uh, oh, I mean, before before that, what's up, dude? I mean, do you want do you want to talk about anything else before we go into the stuff? I'm, I'm good. You, if you You're got good? anything to say, I'm good. Okay, I watched Titans, the first okay. episode. Okay, it was good. It was it was fine. It was better than last season. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so well, I'll I'll keep checking it out. But yeah, that the first episode, watched it. I was like, hey, that was good. Yeah, I liked it. It was interesting. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, yeah, lots of Batman is very Batman centric, which so. I think is what makes it better. I, I think so. Here. I think so. And the way they're handling it, right? Like this yeah. whole, you know, PTSD thing with Bruce and all that. So it's, I like it. So, um, yeah, we'll see. What if, um, that is the only other thing of note that that we've watched other than Visions. We'll talk about Visions here in a minute. Um, 
uh, an eight out of ten, uh, according to <laughs> to IGN for this week, a three out of ten in my book. I it was the first episode that I actually felt disconnected and sort of like not engaged. Um, even though visual visually it was probably the better one, like visually it looked better. Like there's the character animation, some of the facial expressions. Uh, the overall look, I think, in this episode, looks better um, than the previous ones. I think that they're, you know, as they progress, and this happens in, in you know, in, in every, uh, uh, I guess, arm of animation. But like, as they keep doing more episodes, they they'll get better. Same things happen happen with Clone Wars and all the other episodes, oh, yeah. right? All the other like animated shows. Um, so they're it's getting better, right? Quality. It's just that I couldn't connect with the storyline, dude. It's like, um, it was interesting seeing Loki as a frost giant versus, you know, uh, basically the version of Loki that we saw in Loki when they were going through the different Lokis, right? Um, that that All that was cool, and the whole Captain Marvel thing was fine, but I just... Mm, it's just that I, I... See, and that's the same problem that I find with like games like GTA and most of like the YouTube stuff that gears towards like teenagers and, and the younger crowd. I just can't. Con- and I've, and this is not because I, this old man Obed, you know, I'm, I'm a bitter old man over here. Um, but I've, I've always been like that. It's like GTA never connected to me, you know, back when GTA three and San Andreas came out, you know, it's, it's always been like that. So, it's just that this sort of like juvenile sort of humor thing, like, like doesn't really do anything for me, and and I, I just I couldn't connect to this episode. Um, yeah, we can go into spoilers if you want. I think the only the the best part of this episode was that stinger at the end, which I totally thought it was Ultron. From, from Marvel the, from versus Capcom. Mar- Capcom, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> so it's like, was like Ultron, Ultron Sigma, and it's like, oh, no, Sigma, it's Vision. Yeah. It was great. So that stinger was awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. But yeah, what do you think, man? Yeah, um, you know, it was not my favorite episode either. Um, it's so there's there's like I feel very mixed about it to be honest with you, like. It was it's it's very much like a almost I felt like a toss away kind of episode. I, mm-hmm. I told someone else it's reminded me of like Star Wars Rebels, how I would say like you got your episodes for us and episodes for the kids. Most of the, these episodes uh, for of what if have been very um very serious, very deep, very heavy, right? Um, this was the was very off the cuff compared to all the other ones. It just felt very um separated just in its style and its yeah. and its meaning. Um and I'm okay with that. Uh, and, and and to be honest, in some ways, it was like, well, at least we didn't get another depressing episode. Because <laughs> like everyone was dying and all the other stuff. Oh, yeah. It, yeah like no one died like, in this one, right? Right. Like, there wasn't so. anything yeah. like that, right? But at the same time, I totally hear your point. Like it was it, a very juvenile episode. It was a very goofy. It was very goofy, very silly. Very goofy, and yeah. I, I, I feel like unfortunately Thor has kind of suffered from that as, as even a film standpoint. Like he's gone reduced to the to the the dumb blonde you know big guy kind of thing, and there's parts of it that are like ha ha ha, and there's parts of it that's like kind of overdone. Like I I, I agree with you, mm-hmm. um, and I think he they they 
I think that's what some people have even complained about with the films, right? That's it's like not been as as serious sometimes as they may like them to be. Yeah. Just kind of just silly. I mean, it literally ends with the whole like, and they were happily ever after, kind of, you know. And then this thing, it's like, it felt like it was like a Disney episode, like it, very Disney Disney, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's parts, so like the parts, the whole idea, like you're saying, the whole Captain Marvel versus him thing, I liked that because like was, it, it was that was kind of cool, yeah. That was kind of cool because like it felt something like I would read in a comic, like you get one of these random books you pick up and it's like Thor's throwing a party and here comes another superhero and they're going to fight each other throughout all the panels and them flying between different you know the United Kingdom and France and like seeing all that like that felt very like comic booky and silly but overall I agree like it's not a memorable it's not a not an episode that was one of my favorites it's it's just what it was now i'm not gonna lie to you the, the one that that messed me up was like when he's going through and, and cleaning everything back up right putting everything yeah. back together right and the one, the one thing that he fixes that he's not supposed to fix is the leaning tower of pizza. pizza yeah. <laughs> he puts it back straight. It's like, no, that's yeah. supposed to be like that. Yeah. Was, I'm not going to lie. That, that got me laughing. Um, yeah, like I, I, I hear you. You know, it was, it was okay. I, I, I walked away from it and digested it going like, well, at least it wasn't a depressing episode, but I'm not going to pretend like – I yeah. love this episode. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I don't it was know. On, it was. It was probably the worst one out of all of them, to be honest. With yeah, you. it's my least favorite for sure. Like, there, yeah, it we was had not some disaster, de- but you know. What I mean. Yeah, yeah, like we've had some depressing ones, like when the Avengers died, right, and all that, and the, the Who Done Zombie it one thing. was pretty, pretty. But sad. you know, at the same, at, at at the same time, it was interesting, right? It's like who's doing this, why, and all that. Um, there was there was like a motive to it. I think this was just party god yay yeah yeah let's get drunk in vegas and uh, yeah it was super cliche and i i didn't find it particularly well well written and you know i I don't know it just couldn't click it just didn't click something that clicked though star wars visions so i'm up to episode five we can we'll we'll talk up to episode five spoilers both of us are at episode five yeah so so unplanned just so happy we watched the same yeah yeah be warned i mean i I wanted to to finish it um but i i could not i was able to do like i did like three i I, like i watched three episodes in a row and then i watched two more um okay um i i really want george lucas to watch that first episode because I I think that's that's what he envisioned. Like if you go back and look at the old like Star Wars, like concept art for Vader and the stormtroopers and the Jedi and whatnot, this is what he envisioned. Like this was, I think this is what that first episode, the duel, that was what he was going for. Honestly, it that it was awesome. That episode was. Pretty freaking incredible, dude! It was great. It was great. Um, you watched it uh, in English, right? Yes. Okay. So I watched the first three that I watched. I watched in Japanese, and then uh, the fourth one, for some reason, my captions stopped working on my TV. Um, and then I watched them later on my iPad. So I, I watched them in English. When I watch stuff in the iPad, I don't like to watch it uh, subbed because my attention span doesn't work the same if I'm watching on TV. So. The, I watched them in Japanese, so it was good. It was very authentic, you know. It was, of course, it's done in Japan, so the the uh, voice acting was great. Uh, I did go went back and watched like reactions for that first episode, and 
and it seemed like the uh, English English voice acting was excellent. And I think Lucy Liu was the Sith yes. on that episode. Yeah, so very good. It's very good to see like this backwater planets and these bandits thinking that they're the Empire and and doing this thing and and force users outside of you know uh, the Jedi and the Sith as we know them. Uh, it was really great to see that. Really cool. The the droid was great with the little straw hat and the, you know, the Ronin straw hat and the and the sword and the thing. Oh, that's great. It's great, dude. The 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 lightsaber duel was great. The umbrella was cool and everything was. Yeah, it was awesome. It's awesome. So, what do you think of that one? Yeah, the first episode, my favorite so far. Um, okay. And I and I will talk about some others because it's the. the Last of Us All was probably my second favorite behind it, but um, yeah, this this one just I think it's it's the the style of it, it's the story of it, it's the it's it's crazy how you could take something that's like not Star Wars and make it Star Wars if that makes sense. Like it's if it, it feels like something so different than what we're used to seeing with Star Wars, and yet it feels like it's it's in its right place. And I love just the way that they um, they handled the whole the elements of Star Wars and. I mean, throughout we'll get into it later on, but throughout all of these, like Kyber crystals have been a big thing. Like, I love that. Like, I love that they're they're keeping the the, the deep, um, you know, lineage of Star Wars in, in, in intertwined. You know, it starts off with you know the two of them walking. You know, the same way we could see like in A New Hope. But I just I love like all these little details. Like, they all start the same way. You know, in space, panning the back down. You know, it's it's, it's very 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 uh, you know consistent with Star Wars, but yeah man the the actual duel itself right between the ronin and the the sith like yep. bro the moment she pulled out her umbrella lightsaber i was like let's go let's go man this is this is amazing yeah um, yeah I, I i don't know what more to say i mean them it was special them right it was like it felt it felt special it felt like what star wars used to feel Yes. Yeah, honestly. It, it, it felt magical. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it got yeah. Me into, and it's these are not long. These are extremely short. They're 20 minutes. So fulfilling. Yeah, anywhere from like 18 to 25 minutes so far. Yeah. Um, cool. It's, uh, yeah, it, yeah, that episode was excellent. Uh, the second one was Tatooine Rhapsody. That was the one uh, <laughs> about the paddle. It's a, yeah. I, you know, what we assume is a paddle one running away from the clones during Order 66. And ends up in a, um, in a, I guess a a a, a ship with a hut, uh, and not not a hut as a tent, but a hut as in Jabba the hut. Right, the families. Um, yeah, and and they he ends up like make it's like making a band, and it's pretty cool. <laughs> like it's it's super anime. It's it's a cutesy one. It's more of a yeah. cutesy type of thing, um, but it was good too. Like uh, you know oh. The what we assumed was a pod race was basically like a a a public execution of that other hut because Java was looking for him, and then they ended up just doing a concert and everyone in Tatooine loving them. And, you know, they even showed like Obi Wan's yes. house up in the mountain and everything. I was, oh, I was like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. Like they know what they're doing. Like they're they they know the lore. Uh, the studios have definitely done the research and they know the lore. So. Um, yeah, this one was uh, was uh, I think the shortest one. This one was fairly quick, and then uh, you know 
they had the musical number and everyone loves him and it's sort of like a like a redemption story without having to be like action oriented like we can redeem ourselves doing not necessarily by fighting all the time but we can do other things to redeem ourselves so i think the message was pretty cool too so but yeah, what yeah not think? much not, not much to say about this one yeah. i like it i thought yeah. it was very sweet very fun uh yeah. the music was cool like you yeah. know the Bobo Fett being in there. The yeah, Bobo style. was there. So it's a cool. henchman. Yeah, the Slave One flying through and all that stuff. Oh, Slave One. I thought it was like the fire, the fire burner or oh, whatever it's called. They're fire blaster. They're coming for me. Oh, um, Firestorm, no. <laughs> whatever it's called. Yeah. They're coming yeah. for you. Disney's got to Disney's got a DMCA in the podcast. He said it. No. He said it. I said, oh, I yeah. Uh, three was the twins. Then this was the trigger episode. Yeah. And was, this was nuts. Yeah, this man. one was nuts. So, man, um, it sort of reminded me what would have happened if Luke and Leia ended up with Anakin at, at the end of episode three and them turning into this sort of like crazy force users. So... That this this episode to me was all like almost a what if, of sorts, um. But it, it was it was really good. It was really good. I think that that fight was crazy. Of course, they had a fight fight in space because it's trigger right. They have to have a space battle, uh. And, but you know the the things they did with the lightsabers have we've never seen anything like that before. That was pretty nuts. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah like the whips are now canon. Um, uh, what uh the uh the male twin i forgot his name um it was like ka and 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 kara or something like that no kara was the last one yeah we'll that's last that. we'll the, that. yeah yeah that, yeah that was kara um so i th- i really loved on this one Jill, that when when the the kyber crystal the the big kyber crystal split in two right and it was a, a dark side crystal basically uh because it was tainted they were using it for a, a you know a planet destroying cannon uh with twin uh star destroyers put together and whatnot it was it was pretty cool um i really love that when he took he, he took his the the dark side crystal off of his lightsaber and he put the one piece that he got from the big crystal and the lightsaber was like red at the bottom and it started getting blue Oh, it was awesome. They, like, we've the never lightsaber seen... was bleeding, yeah. Yeah, because we never seen that before, right? Because he yep. purified the crystal yep. to an extent, but not completely. And it was it looked so cool. Yeah, and the fight was nuts, right? Um, it, this this episode, at, like the ninth Jedi, it leaves sort of like an open door um, to where this could be um, more stories about this. So... Um, so th- this one was good. I-, I think it was good. So yeah, I- it was, it was nuts. Like it- the fight was nuts, right? We knew it was going to be crazy. So yeah, but yeah, a- any, anything to say on that one? Yeah. I loved, uh, at the very opening when you see one of the twins marching through and from the back as they're walking, it very much looked fa- like Vader. Like I loved that. Like there, again, it's like little details, like the homage that they're, they're giving to star yeah. wars um 
yeah, I, I, I love like the, 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 the parallel ships, right? It connected, created the tank. Yeah. Again, like I said in the, in the, with the first episode, the use of Kyber crystals is a lot in this, and I love that. Yeah. Uh, I love they've kept that. The idea of the whip lightsaber going on where she's got it just going crazy and like, you know, again, like it's, it's like going through everything. Yeah. It's going through everything. It's not a straight, it's not a short length. It's going yeah. crazy like an octopus arm looking thing i'm like Almost, that's yeah. the kind of stuff yeah. that i want to see it done in a movie it sounds goofy but if you do it right like like a situation like this absolutely why not i remember Obed, you know how big of a deal it was you know cheering people you know around me older than me you know when they saw you know darth maul pull out a double-edged lightsaber they Bro. were like what is this that's a little too much like i remember that bro when i saw it i was like but yeah but i'm young and i'm going like and i mean grand i was like what 19 20 when yeah yeah. i was uh i was yeah 19 going on 20 when i just remember the vhs the vhs vhs (laughs) you know people like just like watching and being like oh but it's you know so to see, I know people would basically lose their wigs if they saw you know the octopus looking you know thing going on movie like that's too yeah. much. There, but there I was, don't mind yeah. it if you use it the right way. Like like General Grievous, his multiple lightsaber thing. I thought that's awesome. Like, yeah, I, makes yeah. sense. You know, the, he would the, be super trying to compensate because he's not a four season. So. Yeah, I mean the, the 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 man babies have been on on high alert for this one. So yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, but it was like again another good episode. The following episode, the Village Bride, excellent, like <laughs> excellent storytelling. Uh, like not a lot of action, but we did a lot of lore and a lot of like how the Force connects to the planet and how, uh, you you know the with the Force you can, you basically follow the will of nature in that planet and what the planet wants to, you know, ultimately, uh, do, which is you know keep life going so that was another excellent episode kind of uh, funny how the villain ship kind of looks like the falcon but it's not yeah because it was a freighter ship yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it was a freight it was a Creolian, uh freighter so it kind of looks like the falcon but yeah. with like extensions on it yeah right yeah so it was cool uh i mean cool cool to see a a, a force user with a with a, again a, a yellow lightsaber uh, we only saw it for a second because this this episode was more floor uh, and and uh, character building, uh, but of course there's a natural sequence with the lightsaber, so um, yeah, very good storytelling was was great on this one, and you know we saw th- this one was very grounded, like it was very earth like, like the the problems that they were having, right? Uh, they were problems that we as earthlings could could relate to um because you get all these things it's like oh going to tachi station to pick up power converters like we can't relate to that because well what are power converters right um so we could we can't relate to those that sort of thing uh but what was going on here uh basically it's like oh the the village had the she asked, like, the village elder has to go with this, um, you know, smugglers or, or whoever they were um, because of debt. And these people are trying to get, you know, into your village and collect. And, you know, um, 
They don't even have that many resources, but they don't have exactly. I was laughing at that, dude. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they so don't have the girl, exactly. When the, when the girl's like, "Why are we doing this? Should we be doing this?" Like the the young Jedi, she's yeah. like, "Uh, they don't even have much, and they're throwing a party." Yeah, exactly. Because it was a you know, and we you know we had a, a a theme of love other than you know the Anakin uh, Padme thing, uh, which was you know we had a wed. There was a wedding. There was the whole thing. Like it was very Earth like. Very um um. Very ground. I, I I call it grounded because it's you know, uh, but you know what I mean. It's like something that we can relate to. It was very relatable, um, very charming. I think it was very charming. All the characters were really good, um, and the uh, thing with the with the Padawan was like, oh yeah, like I'm not gonna stand for this, and her helping them out, and and them standing up for themselves at the end. Everything was great. So um, I think it was a really good episode. I liked it uh, quite a bit as well. So, Joel. The ninth Jedi, and I'm gonna say this like straight up, bro. Oh, here we go. Because I, I did, I, I, I didn't go spoiler. I, I didn't read anything, right? I'm watching this episode, bro. And spoilers for the episode, I, it, dude. Like in my mind, I was like, Juro could have been Luke. Yeah. And, and this could have been the sequel trilogy easily and then i go to twitter after that a ton of people saying the same thing like good because i felt like that watching this episode it's like this could have been loot like the reveal at the end of the movie it's like oh the magistrate or whatever it's called it's loot and he's hunting the sith down like it's like flipping the the flipping the shard Kara, you know, and then you got the the the, which, the Ray character in Kara. Kara is very similar to the George Lucas script, which was supposed to be Kira was the name of the character in George's original script. I caught that. I'm like, yeah, name's a little similar here. It's like, it's like these guys knew something when they were writing this one. Oh, this episode was so good, bro. Yeah, it was so good because this is like the you know, oh, there's this Jedi, this this guy trying to. Uh, reinstate the jedi order who could have been more perfect than luke trying right. to do that right like and and then him doing the thing oh, it was per- it was excellent it was excellent 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 um this episode can like there's again open doors because the dad leaves right like the, they take the dad they one of the sith tell, tells kara it's like oh yeah they took him to like a a a faraway planet, you know. Uh, you'll never to, see him again. Yeah, you'll never see him again. He's, he's over, like, far away. Um, or they took him to the galaxy far, far away or something like that, right? They used the, the, the thing. Um, bro, and then the fighting was excellent. I think the lightsaber choreography was great. The fact that Kara, like, as a Force user, could, like, she couldn't find herself, like, Ray, right? And, right. And... And when she turned on the lightsaber, the lightsaber had no color. It was, like, translucent. And then um, as she found her, her calling in the forest and the lightsaber turns green. Bro, it could have been... This This could have been the, the sequel trilogy. Like, the I, I'm watching and it's like, oh, my God. Why? Which kind of carries us into our other story with these... Because that's, that's what it just shows. Like, yeah. 
That's a good segue. These guys know. These guys know Star Wars better than some other people. These guys know. These guys are Japanese anime studios. Yeah, and they know Star Wars better than people that work at Lucasfilm. That's crazy. Isn't I know? Isn't that isn't that something? crazy I'm, I'm speechless bro so i'm looking forward to the rest of the episodes the last four um yeah and i i do hope that we get more because i am really really enjoying this really i i am really enjoying this so um yeah but so far uh the ninth jedi man top not top notch it's it was excellent it's like this is this this is what you know. You want to have a, a female lead. This is how you do it. I was like, "Well, I'm the female lead, and I can do everything better than anyone." That's not how you do it. You do it like this. It's like, "Oh, well, I'll find my calling, and then grow." Right. Although to be fair, although to be fair, like I still think the man babies, if they would have seen her, like. I don't going backwards deflecting stuff. They would have been like, she has no training. Well, her yeah. dad trained her because he was a swordsman. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She had training. She had training. more training than Ray. And the guy says it because this, this one's strong with the force. Yeah. Yeah. More training than Ray. And then, um, but that that would have been okay, right? They would have complained about that. But then when the two t- made more sense. when when Juro takes his mask off and he's Luke, and it's like, oh yeah, because he was and awesome. She said, too. "I've known him since I was a kid. Like I've known him forever." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this would have been perfect, dude. This, <clears throat> and I'm gonna hit myself with my wrist pad here because it's like I got I got so angry. I'm so angry because this episode was so good, and this is what should have been. It's it's incredible. I was like, uh, you, you 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 think you know better, right? But then this this guys yeah. are just just rubbing your face, <laughs> like. Which, by the way, like, um, you want to talk about a little real quick about our our because we haven't talked about it uh, for a few weeks uh, before we go into the Marshall Lucas stuff, um. About her buddy is, uh, my sources are telling me that everything that I've said for the last two years is complete bullcrap. So, like, there hasn't been anything official out there, but, like, I guess, like, sources are telling him that Kathleen Kennedy's staying for at least one more year. Like, we don't know, right? Like, there hasn't been anything official, um... We will keep going with the rumors, and rumors is that people are not happy, so we'll just keep it there, and hope for the best. <laughs> when when someone like this guy comes out saying that oh she's gonna be here for another year, that's when I think the opposite's gonna happen. It's like when people start thinking one way, like well this is just how Star Wars is. It's like ah surprise, yeah. we got news like- for you. <laughs> Dave Filoni, Favreau, stand on up. Like, I'm serious. I feel like this would be the time where I feel like the complete narrative would shift. Think about it, Obed. There has been zero, and I mean zero, definitive layout for the future of Star Wars after they ended no. that that trilogy, right? Yeah. I don't yes, know if... we know Taika Waititi's working on that other movie. Yes, we know this other Patty thing. Jenkins... But yeah. we don't even know what those projects fully even mean and what they fully are. There's just little pieces of details. This is the perfect timing. We've got a Star Wars celebration coming up. 
next year. This is the perfect timing to, to set things up to make announcements going into a new uh, era for Star Wars. I would not be surprised. I'm not saying this is the case. Don't take it to the bank. Don't hold me to it because I'm not going to be making videos out there. Sources are telling me. But yeah, I'm leaning that way right now, man. I'm leaning yeah. very bullish on the case of she ain't going to be around in the very, very short term. Yeah. I think what's crazy to me, right, is that like other than theory, right? Because theory is the legit yeah. Star Wars source on on the internet right now. Like even more legit than Lucas filmed themselves, in my <laughs> opinion, right? In my opinion. Um other than 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 theory, everything else is like either fake news or or wishful thinking. Honestly, very clickbaity. And, yeah, and he gets made fun of for being called clickbaity, but he's just a passionate guy. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Yeah. He oh, just yeah. that's all idea, right? It's theories. Could it be? Could it not be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he doesn't rely on sources. It's like, oh, what if? Right? He's his own. What if? He's writing his own Star Wars. What exactly. if? Exactly. Yeah, and and what is what we do as fans? Exactly. Yeah. A safe place for. Yeah. Him. Yep. So, I don't know. Uh, just don't don't pay too much attention to, you know, any of that Star Wars clickbait. But yeah, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. no ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Before we go into, this I thing. mean, it kind of goes into what we're going to here, but just it's just so crazy how much, even I myself, I have to admit, like I can't look back on this these last three films and look at them like in the same way as I was trying to be optimistic through them all. Like, because it didn't come together the way I was hoping it would. I kept, you know, I'm one of those people give things a chance, give things a chance, give things a chance. And uh, although I don't hate it the way some people, like, they, they just, it literally bothers them to their core, some people. Um, I can't pretend like those things are masterpieces. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's the thing, right? Um, because there's, uh, I've seen uh, sequel apologists. And again, uh, I enjoyed the sequels. Like, oh, there's worse movies out there, right? I'll right. watch them. Screw it. But, um, but but we've seen like sequel apologists out there. It's like, oh, shut up, Marshall Lucas, dude. Without Marshall Lucas, we would not have Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's the wrong person to cause, say it to. Because George, exactly. Because George gave us the idea, right? But so. Marshall Lucas is what um, this dude needed for the Suicide Squad. James Gunn. Someone to wrangle him. See? She knew how to... Right. Yep. She knew how to keep it focused. Yep. And and be, she was gone when the, when the prequels came out. And you know what happened, right? At least on the first two, right? I think... I, I still enjoy Revenge of the Sith quite a lot. So yeah, yeah. Um, but Marshall Lucas is is definitely what what um, Gunn needed for that for that movie. Someone to wrangle him is like, you listen, this is not gonna work. And even if they say no, do it, just do it, do it anyway, because <laughs> that's what she did on A New Hope. And you know that that there's a there's like hours of like cut footage from A New Hope out there, like. Luke going to Tachi Station and picking up power converters and talking to Biggs and the other and this whole thing and oh look at this oh yeah it's an Imperial Star Cruiser and all this deleted scenes that you probably have no clue that what we're talking about is like yeah there's dialogue that you've seen and Biggs' wife or whoever she is and all this stuff right so like she was the one 
to to keep the movie in focus and it's like because george cut it first mm-hmm. and the cut was awful everyone said it, it was like <laughs> this movie's terrible and then she recut it and then everyone liked it so come on I, like i respect the lady dude absolutely honestly. um so there's a there's a book uh, that came out uh, by one of the uh, one of the producers that worked uh, with uh, uh, Lucas and, uh, and and Spielberg, you know, among others, and uh, worked with uh, with Kennedy when uh, when Kennedy was uh, Spielberg's assistant and all that. So um, basically, Marsha in 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 the quote saying that you know she knew kathleen and then uh you know she was really smart but you know at the end of the day and i'm just looking for the exact quote i, I got it uh, right here if you want yeah uh yeah go ahead go ahead yeah i yeah. found it but yeah go ahead man i got you yep. she says i like kathleen i always liked her she was full of beans she was really smart really bright really wonderful human and i liked her husband frank i liked to i liked them a lot now that she's running lucasfilm and making movies it seems to me like kathleen kennedy and J.J. Abrams don't have a clue about Star Wars. They don't get it. And J.J. Abrams is writing these stories. When I saw that movie where they killed Han Solo, I was furious. I was furious when they killed Han Solo. Absolutely, positively, there's no rhyme or reason to it. I thought, you don't get the Jedi story. You don't get the magic of Star Wars. You're getting rid of Han Solo, Lucas says in the book. Yep. So, <clears throat> like, it's it's the the same disconnect that we've been talking about for for years now. So, um, yeah, like I, I respect her opinion, right? I know, like if you're if you're an apologist, and you know, I know that that the the fandom menace is behind be, behind her words, hundred percent, right? Um, you may not like it, but you know, ultimately, it's the truth, right? The truth doesn't have to. You don't. The truth is the truth, regard regardless of whether you like it or not. It's it's one of those things. So. You know, unfortunately, uh, like we said when we were talking about the ninth Jedi, there's people out there that know more Star Wars than the people running Star Wars, and that's yeah. and that's where the pro- yeah. problem comes from. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's uh, this thing when went viral over the weekend. It was everywhere. People did reaction videos and, and commentary on it. Uh, we're just getting to it now because it's you know of course the podcast. So, um, yeah, man, I, I I think that it they're they're onto something, and um, you know, the way they they discarded George's idea, which they talk about in the book. It's like oh, George came up with all these ideas and all this stuff, and they did nothing, and you know how they they really did not respect like the fans and didn't respect the actors that were in the original movie. It's like we wanted all of them together in the Falcon doing something like take us back. Right. And then they decided to play this thing and not do what the fans wanted. And ultimately it just blew up in their face. So yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think the there's, there's hope. There's a new hope. <laughs> um, between visions and uh, what um, you know, Mando and and Booger Boba Fett and and what Favreau is doing and uh, Filoni with the animation, I think I think there's there's hope. Um, it, it's one of those things that 
you just can't you, the people that are against what Star Wars really is just unfortunately in my opinion need to move on and do something else like if you're coming in to change stuff change it for good don't change it to be divisive divisive just for divisiveness sake just yeah. do the right thing the fact that they had three movies you know and and okay the first movie not as divisive but definitely had its fair share of feedback. it was safe it was too safe in my opinion it was re it's, it's recreating enjoyable. it's recreating some some yeah. things that we've already seen right yep so that's that's i think was where some of the divisiveness really started to begin where it was like so what's new who are you what's going on okay whatever you get the second movie and that's where people start losing their minds because especially the Luke Skywalker stuff, right? They're like, you, what? Like, this is it? That you just thought that's the end of Luke? I remember being in the movie theater thinking the same thing. When he, the moment yeah. he's, you know, sitting up there, he just, you know, disappears looking up at the suns. I was like, okay, I did not see that coming. Like, why did he, why did he literally just ghost everybody like that? Literally, literally, he literally ghosted everyone. He just literally ghosted everyone. Like no one, you know, it wasn't like he had like a heart attack or something. You know, like he's yeah. just there in the force, and that that kills him. Like this most powerful Jedi, like he, you know, he does an astral projection and then just goes out from that. It's kind of odd. Um, so I guess like you know, you look at that right. It's just it's like it's funny. Hindsight is twenty twenty, right? And then you get the 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 this last one the rise of skywalker and it's like this was your attempt to try and fix everything this movie it does not feel at all like they were trying to fix anything at that point it really doesn't it feels like they were just trying to end it <laughs> you know and uh, hurry we gotta end this thing right like we gotta just stop it's like it me because... flying it's like me flying through that last <laughs> section no no on Zelda skyward sword like i just gotta end this thing just, it's gotta be done you know <laughs> yeah and uh I guess there's some there's some there's some things that happened that's like that should never have been allowed to have happened or should have been included and weren't included. So are there moments of those movies that I'm like, yeah, I really enjoyed. Yes. Um, some really nice memories. But, I, you know, she hits the nail on the coffin where she's talking about like, look, yeah. she's like, I'm not trying to make this personal about Kathy. But when, when it comes to. Kathy and JJ in Star Wars, she's like, I don't want any piece of it. And, and uh, you know, she has a right to say it. So yeah. if anyone's going to say it, I respect that. I don't know if it's on this article, um, but Theory went over a another portion. I don't know if you've heard about it. Um, that they were they were at a dinner and uh, and she was there. Uh, Marshall was there. George was there. Um and Mark Hamill's wife was there and they were waiting for Mark to come in and Mark came in with uh, Kathleen and someone else. Uh, I, I can't remember exactly who it was, but, and then, and Jen, and then George like pulled Kathleen to the side, right? During the dinner. And, and they, they went and kind of like sat on a bench and, and, and she said, and basically what they say in the book is that he seemed like agitated. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I know that I know that theory has said before on his channel that he knows people who are like directly. I don't know if they're reps of George, best friends of George. I don't know who they are, but they basically are in direct communication with George. They have a relationship with him, 
and they all say the same thing like george is very unhappy he's mm-hmm. very not not happy with everything going on so when you hear stories like that you can only imagine and he has it's not like it's not like george is the kind of person where he's gonna be upset and he's gonna be like oh there's nothing i can do about it. like he has a phone number directly to these people you know that was a part of the deal right that he could exactly. still be able to reach out and they could reach out to him yeah. uh, and so he has done that so he's just the hardest part for someone like him is that he just can't publicly come out and say stuff because of the kind of deal that he has he can't come out and be like listen you know this is this is what's up so yeah it's i feel bad for him i do feel bad <clears throat> I, I do, do feel man. bad for, for george a lot can you um, imagine like, you know, she can I mean, this I, lady can say this and i'm so happy she did yeah but. like 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 i'm in a, i'm in a no position to complain right you know george got four billion dollars out of this <laughs> yeah right he's not like poor. <laughs> like right I'm, I'm not i don't feel necessarily bad for him right um, but I do feel like, yes, I got my $4 billion, but I put so much on the line and I, you know, did, did all this stuff and all this work. Yeah. I got the compensation out of it, but you throw my, my work in the trash and maybe to George, I, you know, cause there's pictures of George. You, you saw George at. You know, downtown George. Disney back or or Disney Springs. Yeah. Um. There's pictures of George eating at like food courts and like he uh, to me he probably doesn't really care that much about the money, right? Nope. Uh, I think he cares more about his legacy, and that's the problem that they're messing with his legacy. And I think that that is what you know is kind of like biting him a little bit. And yeah, I mean, we'll see. I hopefully the guy. I know that. Um, he seems very friendly and very happy with Favreau and, and every time he's in the Mando like sets you can see him that he's like super excited so yeah, I lo- every time I see that picture of him holding uh, Grogu <laughs> I like him holding the child it's like, like the baby. Oh, it's, 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 it's Papa Star Wars holding, Papa Star. <laughs> yeah, holding the, 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 the new Papa hope of Star, Star Wars right yeah, now basically you know? like, Right. So, but it's so profound. No, hope is not lost for Star Wars. People talk yeah. doom and gloom and like, like yeah. oh, it used to be great and what they've done with it is terrible and that's it. And I'm sorry. I, I, I refuse to believe that that's the case. I think that the future is very bright for Star Wars. And it's because of people like, you know, John and Dave and the team that are working on those those projects that make me continue to believe that we'll still have. Um, some things that are just going to be great. It's unfortunate that of the Skywalker saga, you know, we will always have, you know, something that wasn't uh, what it sh- should have been. But at the same time, um, I, I'm sorry. There, there is still hope, guys. I, I will be continuing to preach that to you all. Um, there will be good projects to come. We got next year Andor and Obi-Wan. And yeah. I mean, we got Obi-Wan wrapped this week. Ahsoka's yeah. coming through. I'm yeah. pretty sure we'll see Obi-Wan stuff with that Star Wars special that's coming out. We'll talk about that in a short bit on that. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, we can, we can segue to that. Um, so, uh, Bob Chapik said those are going to be ads on, Dis- <laughs> ads on Disney Plus. Uh, I don't know. So real quick before before we do this, there's a uh, um, uh, like like Disney Plus thing. I, I don't know, man. Like, what's going on at Disney, dude? Oh, like in, like just as a company or as the parts as, as a whole. Like it yeah. seems like every like there was there was there's the Kathleen Kennedy stuff. 
There's the comments that I got out today from some lady from Marvel saying that X-Men wasn't very correct. <laughs> and yeah. and then and then we got the park stuff and then we got people climbing Cinderella's castle and <laughs> all this and trash and 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 a, and a, and a DJ at the at the at the train station on on price uh, hikes and price hikes yeah isn't it genius what's happening dude like not to mention not not to mention like like we're we're guys that we you know uh, we're we're thankful but we always keep our ear on the ground yeah. right yeah. and and like if you look for uh, like at uh, like a jobs at Disney right now it's like a billion years experience or like dude it's insane like they yeah. they are kind of like i don't know man they're they're kind of loopy bro they're like, <laughs> I, like, I agree happening yeah i agree it's the stories that are coming out right now are like completely wonky mm. i mean the stories of the fight on the boat and the guy with the hatchet oh, the f- at the park that was rubber or something um Damn. the people of the, in the water i mean the park side has just been an absolutely to me it's it's the business like how they've like we're talking about like the businesses they made that that's been pretty bad like how they've postponed opening up new certain rides and, and construction on them and then when the whole world yeah. was shut down was their chance to literally finish rides and they said no nah, we'll wait on that we'll put our money elsewhere you know they had the capital a little bit they just decided to to, to hold off and not you know live under their means right um, you know, you 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 got that those kind of weird businesses. You got the people who they're who, who they're going through and not not regulating the same way, making a joke out of it. You've got the business side of the executives that are that are being problematic. Rob Chapek making comments about you know what was what was what's the the ride um, uh, um, Splash Mountain and saying that it's like I forget how many years old and it's like. He's like, oh, it's like it's a like seventy-year-old ride or something crazy. Yeah, and it's like that's not the parks haven't even been, you know, like what are you talking about? Like, you know, from from the people <clears> from the <throat> top basically down to the bottom having some very odd. odd yeah, Splash Mountain opened in like ninety, late ninety-three, I think, or something yeah. like that. Because I remember, I remember like, the first time, like the second time that we came on vacation, like ninety-four, it was open. Yeah, yeah. you know, you you got some odd stories like that, so. I do feel bad um, because it, they, you know, people have always accused them of being turned into basically a commercialized money-making machine, the the cash cow, right? Yeah. And when you see stuff like this, it does continue to only feed that narrative. Yeah, because then you, don't you see be, like you don't want that narrative. Yeah, like potential ads on Disney Plus. I was like, I don't know, like, like if you put me a picture of like, like a Eisner, sandwich Eisner on the side. Eisner would have done that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Eisner would have done that. Man, Eisner was oh, nuts, Eisner. but he was brilliant. Yeah, he was. Like, he was a- yeah, he he was he was a crazy guy, but but honestly, the parks were clean, and everything was up and running. Studios were making money. New parks were being opened. I think I you know people talk crap about Eisner. I, you know, he he may not have been the the friendliest of guys and the easiest to work with, but dude was brilliant. Like, there's kept the no, business afloat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like Steve Jobs. Like, the people put Steve Jobs in his pedestal as like, oh, you know, yeah. he was a great AA hole and yeah. all this stuff, oh, yeah. right? So, but you know, kind of like the same with Eisner. I I think. Um, uh, 
uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think Chapek has the uh, testicular fortitude <laughs> to go through with some of the stuff like Iger did. Iger's. I think still Iger technically was... a consultant these days. Yeah. How does that even? Because I mean, he still was chairman. like pretty big last year, and yeah. then he like came back in to help a little bit. But you know, really, he's still chairman. I, yeah, but the thing, the thing with with uh, um, with Iger is that he was very strategic. Mm-hmm. He was very, uh, um, he he was like the the, yeah he he was like the the the, the master strategist. It's like I'm not gonna talk anything. I'm just gonna do stuff, like versus Eisner that was always out there saying what he was gonna do, and eventually <laughs> doing it right. He did, yeah. He's, he did. he's way over the highway, right? It was one of those things. And if you if you, uh, I don't know if you had the chance to go through the like the attractions thing. Um, but once you get to like the Tower of Terror, that's like a lot of Eisner on that one, and it's like, bro, like, yeah, my way, the highway kind of thing, and that's how I roll. And he made it happen, you know, exactly. But he made it happen, right? I don't know, like, it, I don't think, I don't think Chapek was probably the right man for the job. If you, if I'm being honest with you, like, um, uh, like I, I know some of the, uh, some of the uh, of former. XX here at, at in, in the Florida campus, like Metcroft, and she moved up to something else. I don't know exactly what she's doing right now. She was the president of WW. Um, but that kind of people may, in my opinion, right, based on how they ran the business back when I was at Disney and I were was aware of them, better than probably Chapek. Like, I never heard of Chapek when I heard of Chapek when I was working my, that contract a few years ago, like, you know, uh, seven, it's, you know, seven normal, almost eight years ago, working that contract at Disney. Uh, and I remember him being on calls with, uh, with oh, us wow. for, uh, for, wow. ah, crap for, uh, merchandise or, uh, no, not licensing, but, uh, but product like the, the, you know, consumer products. Basically, yeah, like, yeah, he was in the calls for the for Disney consumer products, and I remember him because he was the president of, of of consumer products back then, and and I we were on calls with him because we wow. used to do like the closing calls for days and weeks and whatnot, and every once in a while he'll join in, like he was very involved with the business, right? Sure, because he was you know even on closing calls he will just jump in and hey guys, he seemed wow. like a nice guy, but wow. probably he probably just didn't have he doesn't have the strength to like. And, make the and, hard choices right yeah maybe the leadership route is is a struggle like of this yeah. level you know and it's 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 not an easy thing to do like you know it's we're not, criticizing no. the guy no. but like i don't look, know make me the ceo of disney and it, i wouldn't I'm not have a clue like what the heck to do like, i wouldn't know everything it's like you know? put me ceo of disney <laughs> it's like free ice cream for everyone it's the only thing i can go right and kick out the crazies uh, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Background don't know, checks before right, going to Disney. Checks. Yeah, <laughs> passports. Yep. Um, but like, look, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> look, what did what 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 Bob Bob the Second is Chapek, doing yeah. these days? Chapek. Bob and Bob. Bob corporate. and Bob. What Bob is doing now, I can only hope that he can quickly make some changes. Um, <laughs> Before he goes into this 
next new era of Disney because look, the 50th anniversary is here from a park standpoint. That's huge. Disney Plus is at a place now. It's very pivotal for its business. Iger got them there. He got the ship ready. Yeah. He got them there. Marvel's at a point right now. Oh, yeah. They're gonna. They're they're ready to go to some very big places, right? Um, you know, the ships are all at the right places. I just hope he doesn't crash them, like because things are are percent at the right point. So yeah, you know, Bob, we 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 hope for the best. Is what yeah. I'd say. But you know, as a wise man said, I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> they say that so many times in Vision. I'm like, oh, man, all the Star Wars puns, man. Statements man. Is great. Okay, so this <laughs> Disney Plus Day, November twelfth, Shang Chi and the Jungle Cruise uh, are going to become available on Disney Plus alongside a bunch of animated stuff, uh, but. I think the biggest thing is that they're going to have like a behind the scenes Marvel Star Wars thing. I, yeah. I don't I don't know exactly what it is, Joe, but you can give me more info on it. Yeah, so they're calling uh, a Marvel special and then a Star Wars special sneak peek. Excuse me, they're calling. Oh, them, right. Okay, I was gonna say was special like, sneak this peek. Is, a, is this a holiday special? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's November twelfth. <laughs> it's true, right? It would, it would be the time to do it. Um, they the I only saw things spoken about for the Star Wars stuff, and it was like. You will get your first look at Boba Fett confirmed. I'm like, Boba Fett ain't going to be the only thing. It probably will be the main thing, considering that they're trying to promote it where it's about to literally launch, you know, on, on their platform, like right away. Right. It's coming up right by December. So mm -hmm. I can see that being like, let's just say this is I don't know how long. Let's say it's an hour long. I could see like, you know, 70 percent of it being Boba Fett. Right. But I'm pretty excited because I feel like this with a sneak peek like that, you get some hall h comic-con style reveals i feel like we could get a really good look at obi-wan I, I i feel it in my gut man that we will see something with obi-wan uh, in that sneak peek um you know we all we gotta do is see you know uh ian mcgregor in the in the drab you know and then the get up you know and and Hayden Christensen, you know, in there for something. And you, you got people on board for what's coming next year. Disney Plus Day being a day you can market the future, right, of what's going going to be coming on, on, on you know, why you should be a subscriber or stay subscribed, really. The Marvel one, um, that feels to me like it's just going to probably be like Miss Marvel, like, because they did confirm that I got moved oh, okay. to 2022. <clears throat> That was yeah. supposed to come out the end of this year, but it seems like Hawkeye is going to be the the closer, which would have been it was sad because I would have liked to have seen I, I would like to have seen them do the the whole Star Wars Marvel going on at the same time, not trying to do mm. one or the other at a time. Well, they're like gonna because they uh, Hawkeye comes out uh, the yeah, but it comes out late November and it's not it's like yeah. the twenty yeah, something yeah. yeah around Thanksgiving and then Boba Fett comes out like two weeks later, so but both of them are going to be happening at the same time over. at some point, yeah. yeah. Yeah, at least for so, a few weeks. They'll, they'll at least be, for a few weeks. Yeah, for December and I guess the first week of January, that'll be the case. So yeah. Yeah, so it would be, be cool to see see how they do that. But yeah, the sneak peek stuff. Um, I I'll, I'll be watching. I love their behind the scenes stuff. So now this is just a look forward. Yeah, I mean I'm gonna watch that stuff anyway. So yeah. Yep. Hopefully, my biggest thing was Star Wars. Got to watch the Star Wars one. Obi Wan. That that might blight up the internet. Twitter might go crazy that day. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So we'll we'll see. Uh, yeah, hopefully they do deliver and hopefully shape it can yeah, like you said, you know, steer those ships cuz ships are there. It's a matter of steering it. 
There's one ship that the the captain maybe may, may, may need to be <laughs> replaced. Yeah, may, may need to be replaced. So, so I mean, but you know, they're they're there, they're there. Well, we'll see. Uh, hey, you know what? One of the ships has a a, a you know a, the the captain needs to be thrown out, but I think the first mate it can really take that ship to places. Pablo Hidalgo? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> All right. Well, we want to announce that episode 200 is the last episode. The last of episode. <laughs> I didn't know you loved Pablo. Oh, no. I, I had to Pablo's not the number two, bro. <laughs> In his dreams. Only dreams. dreams be dreams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, I, I couldn't resist. Que pasa, Pablo? Uh, so. All right. Nintendo. First thing I want to talk about, Joel, it's not a video game. I want to get your impressions on the announcement for the voice cast of the Super Mario movie coming out (laughs) December 21st next year. I am very much looking forward to it. Um, Yeah, (laughs) It's it's an interesting choice of people here. Very interesting it's choice. It's a very interesting cho- choice of people. So, turns out that Charles Martinet is not going to be playing Mario and Luigi, to my dismay, or many many people's dismay. Uh, Chris Pratt is going to play Mario. It's very interesting. Now, that said, right? Because it doesn't sound like Mario. Uh, or, I mean, it doesn't sound like Mario in the games. It doesn't sound like Mario in the old cartoon that said, you know, I, I already saw a lot, a lot of people like dumping on him. It was like, oh, oh, it's crazy. Lego movie and onward. You need to check him out. Because I think he can really do a great job. Yeah, that said, he doesn't sound like him. But he could still do a great job. Because onward, he was excellent. In onward, uh, and he was excellent on Lego movie. So... That's that's all I gotta put out there, right? Um, I'm really excited about Charlie Day playing Luigi. That was like, yeah, yeah. I saw it. I was like, yeah, that's cool. I like it. I like it. Um, but Jack Black playing Bowser. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I like Jack Black though. Jablinski. I do like Jack Black. I like yeah. I like Jablinski a lot, but you know, as Bowser, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Anya Teller Joy's playing Peach. Um, that's a that's a good choice. Uh, what's interesting, Joel, is that uh, this movie is going to have Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. and Seth Rogen's going to be playing Donkey Kong. That's a uh, another very interesting choice. Um. And, and Keegan Michael Key is playing Toad, so I I can't wait for him to mess up the names and uh, say it's like that's not your name. Tell your name is like next time, for the, yeah, next time you say your name right. So that that's gonna be interesting too. That I that could be that could be very funny. Um. But yeah, those are those are like the main uh, the main characters. Uh, they did say that Charles Martinet is involved, 
uh, and he's going to be providing surprise cameos. So maybe Wario, like a, maybe we'll get a Wario cameo. Waluigi. Yeah, Mar- yeah, Wario and Waluigi. Um, yeah, we'll. I guess we'll wait and see, right? Um, Sh- uh, Shiggy came out and said, "Hey, so." It's not ready for you guys to see yet, but please be excited. Um, it, so if Miyamoto looked, he didn't look concerned. Um, and there's stories about him very, being very concerned with the with the <laughs> old '90s movie <clears throat> for uh, with the the old Mario uh, Super Mario Brothers movie that came out in the '90s. So, um. He see, he seemed okay. Like he didn't seem to, yeah. And 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 you can tell like it's that that's a big big sign because he is as cautious as Walt Disney was with his stuff. Like this guy, like you you don't understand, right? This is freaking shiggy. Like he would say that he sucked to change something. I was like, oh, remember that thing that Mario used to do. That I made? No, that thing sucked. That doesn't make it new. It does make it different. Mm. That's how that's how crazy he is with with Mario. So, like he he seemed he seemed okay. He didn't he didn't seem like he was gonna have a heart attack. So uh, so I'm good. I, I think I think we're gonna be okay. I think we're gonna be okay. Yeah. So, but what do you think of the cast, man? Yeah, I mean, like it doesn't really bother me that any of the casting choices. Um, when Charles was at MegaCon, he was making it clear he couldn't talk about the movie. That made me know, like, oh, he's definitely involved in it. But yeah. I, I, we, I think we all just assumed his involvement meant that he's going to be playing, you know, actual, actual Mario, right? And it's like, well, now that I think about it more and more and more, it's like, how are you going to sell a Mario movie to the casuals? Not the Mario yeah. fans, but the casual movie-going audience with... And starring Charles Martin, like they're like Charles, who, you because, know? Yeah, okay, if you play, if you play your moves right, this could be like freaking minions, dude. Like this uh, could right. be big. Right? No, absolutely yeah. right. You're absolutely yeah. right, and and I think that's the point, right? Like you have to look at this also from a business side and say we have to entertain people with people that people go out to watch their movies. Yeah. Chris Pratt is the number one guy you choose if you want to have people you know, go out and watch a family, you know, blockbuster film. Like it's, you know, regardless of what people say about him on the internet, the money doesn't lie. Like, you know, he does Jurassic Park, tons of money. You know, he does Lego movie, tons of money. Like these things tend to do well, right? Guardians of the Galaxy, whatever, right? So yeah, he's not going to sound like a little Italian plumber. Um, You know, that's, that's something that's like, hopefully they don't make it weird right where it's like trying to do an accent or trying to like not chris pratt trying to be charles martinet you know what i'm saying like like i hope that's not the case he's not not doing an impression yeah um i hope that's not the case we'll see we'll we'll very much have to wait and see i would like to see though like them use charles just to do the iconic stuff yippee and those kinds of things you know that he's got to do right like let like let chris do the regular talking and that Charles do the iconic stuff, you know, whatever, oh, right? Like, let him do that kind yeah. of stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, you know what? I didn't see it like that. Yeah. And I think, I think that's, that's a very wise choice 
it, it makes if you sense would, we when you really really think movie. about yeah. it yeah i agree i agree like i didn't i didn't see that right uh maybe charles martinet's cameos are not characters and they're like voice clips like right luigi gets care he goes like it's, and all that, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. lou ferrigno doing the hulk stuff in yes Avengers, exactly right you know exactly. you got mark ruffalo doing his other stuff and the yep. hulk talking it's lou ferrigno I, I agree that that could be that could work that could work yeah i, I could see that happening um Real quick, Joe, because we are kind of running a little bit uh, over here. <laughs> it's episode two hundred, guys. It's episode two hundred, yeah. Uh, but there's a there's a few things. Uh, biggest one, uh, they finally showed Bayonetta three after like over a thousand days of not talking with it, <laughs> like four years of not talking about Bayonetta three. It looked to me, Joe, that they're making it a little bit more family friendly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's uh, no religious imagery, no blood. Yeah, they they seem more alien like the enemies. They didn't look like you know angels. It's it seemed like they're they're sort of making a turn and making it a little little bit more family friendly, right? Um, it interesting. Um, I did think it was um, uh, Astral Chain because the the character the the monster design kind of looked like Astral Chain, and I was here, I was watching it with my daughter, and 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 I was like, oh, it's Astral Chain too, and yeah, okay, and then the dog shows up, right? And it's right. like that's the mascot in Astral Chain, so uh, I was like, oh, it's Astral Chain. I was like, it can't be like this looks, and then the time slowed down. I was like, oh no, it's Bayo. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, look good. Look good. Like finally, we get to see this game. It looks like it's running good. Um, maybe it's probably gonna make your your switch blow up, but um, <laughs> it looked good. It looked like it was running okay. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I actually went uh, after watching the trailer. When I was like, how much is a copy of Bayonetta two on the Switch? And uh, yeah, it's available digitally. Let's leave it at that. No, don't look for a physical copy because <laughs> it's it's nuts. Um, but it's uh, digitally, it's still it's on the eShop, so you can just get it um, if you're looking for Bayo Two. Uh, but yeah, man, what do you think? Yeah, I, you know, it was another one of those titles that uh, probably not a bad idea to make some adjustments to it to sell it on the console like a Switch, right? So like you know, understanding to make it like a audience. flagship title. Yeah, 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 make it a flagship title. Make it something that's that's people are gonna pick up and be like, yep. This is pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm totally on board with it. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seemed tamed down a little bit, which maybe maybe some fans won't like it. But I think her her redesign it's awesome. Like she looks. Yeah, great. yeah, she looks cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, good stuff. Next year coming out. Um, also next year, uh, Splatoon three. Not much to say there. A new setting, new planet. Uh, yeah. They're they're going in a little bit of a different art direction, but it's it's Splatoon through and through. Um, so, uh, Splatoon 3, Return of the Mammalians. So, look forward to that next year. Um, there's a, a Chocobo GP, which is basically like a Final Fantasy cart. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it looked good. It looked good. It looked really, it looked, it looked fun. Um, it looks like it's running well. It's a Switch exclusive. Um, and I like the power-up system. Like, if you get three of the same power-up, then your, your spell... 
gets leveled up and you can get you get like the three levels of attack uh like on a final fantasy game um yeah look good look cute cutesy you know kart racer yeah look look good yeah uh no date on that one right I no i didn't I see a date I on it remember uh spring next year kirby and the forgotten land that looks awesome it's good it's like the first Dude. 3d kirby game right yeah, that looked great. So while I was watching it with my daughter, and my daughter was like, "Oh, it's like the first 3D Kirby," and I was like, "Yeah, you got it, She's kid." She's right. Yeah, because Kirby's always been 2D. Right. So, um, you look good, man. Yeah. This, yeah. This 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 could be a little fun game. Spring 2022. I was like, that looks like a nice one. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Spring 2022 already packed. Horizon. This. I don't know. When God of War's coming out. I don't know when. You know. What else is coming? Resident Evil 4? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know these things. So, yeah, good stuff. Uh, we had a little behind the scenes on um, Metroid Dread. That's coming out October 8th, uh, just uh, yep. in a few weeks. Um, they announced a Castlevania Advance Collection, um, which was part of the reason a lot of people were speculating that Game Boy Advance games were coming to Switch Online. And we'll talk about Switch Online here in a minute. Yeah, but um, a lot of people are speculating because this thing leaked out, but it was actually a collection sort of like remastered thing for the Switch. Um, yeah, all the Game Boy Advance games and uh, Dracula X. So yeah, it looks good. Act Racer Renaissance. So an Act Racer remake. Act Racer was, I think it was a launch title on the Super Nintendo. If not, it was like a launch window. It came out very close to when. The SNES came out. Um, very popular game. Uh, it looked good. I mean, it looked like a 2.D sort of remaster. Reminded me a little bit of the um, uh, Bloodstained. Uh, the Castlevania mm-hmm. sort of like uh, spiritual successor. So, yeah, look good. Yuzo Koshiro during the music. I, I may buy it just, <laughs> for, just to support Yuzo. Because, um, uh, yeah. The music in this game is incredible. Like even on the Super Nintendo, it's, it's fantastic. So, um, yeah, look forward to that. Um, and I think the other than you know the Mario news and and Bayonetta being alive and Kirby, um, <laughs> the biggest news was that there's going to be an expansion to the online, online service. Yeah. Um, yeah. You wanna you wanna talk about that? Uh yeah, I mean, I'll let you go ahead and break that down. I mean, okay. it's it's yep. it's not actually as bad as it seems. No, so it's an expansion. They don't they don't no. say exactly how much more no. this thing will be, uh, but you will be able to play and sixty four games uh, right. on uh, on the Switch. Select and sixty four games. Let's right. just phrase it properly. And Sega Genesis games on the Switch. Yes, I I I will subscribe to this when it comes out. <laughs> Yeah, even though a couple of weeks ago I grabbed that Genesis collection on PS4 because it was oh, like nine bucks. Oh yeah, but I don't care. I'll take Genesis games anywhere I can. I'm good. <laughs> Going back to the beginning, yeah. my friend. Well, this thing has like Musha and Castlevania Bloodlines and and Contra Hardcore. Like you had some really good yeah. Shinobi Three, bro. That game is like even by modern standards, it's an amazing game, dude. Like that that game is better than a lot of the indie two D stuff that comes out. Yeah. Honestly. So Yeah, I don't I don't think this let's put it this way. I don't think this is going to be anything that's going to 
get them any extra money from their their regular audience but this is going to get them extra money from the ones that have been asking for these kinds of titles right on their switch i love the idea of bundling it together like this because then it makes it more incentivizing for people to to buy into this thing i think it'll do very well for them i i like i i, I can't doubt that uh, there's gonna be a lot of people like you said Obed, just oh this one particular titles here yeah i'm, it's I'm worth it. it up um so they they're giving you it to you as a bundle I think they'll do very well, and, and uh, no, I'm happy that they did this. It was like a surprising and yet welcomed announcement because no, yeah. I did not see this coming. So, what do you think? Five dollars more, ten dollars more a year? I think it's smart if they go five dollars. If they go ten dollars, like the oh, but do you really think that much like more for the, this this amount of stuff? Like, do you think it's warranted? Like a year, a year for the for Shinobi three and Scissor Race two. Yeah, you say yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, if you say yes, then <laughs> to I'd me, say... to me, yeah. Okay, like, I can play. I can. I have Shinobi three on PS three, uh, on PS four now. Streets of Rage two on on both. Um, just for those two games on Musha, yeah, yeah, bro. So, I mean, just from that, just from several people, you know, several thousand people like yourself saying that. I mean, you just paid for someone's salary, my friend. Thirty dollars a year, <laughs> yeah, thirty dollars a year for the amount of games that you're getting with the service. Yeah. I know. Cause right. I think Even, of like yeah. the the way we talk about uh, PS Plus and like look at what these guys have done. They've created their own service in a tremendous, uh, yeah, tremendous way. Like I love PS it. Plus should add that option for like PS One games. It's like sign into PS Plus Plus and get. This many <laughs> PS1 it's games. Plus. Yeah. That's a terrible title. I know. I know. PS plus plus. I know it is. PS plus plus. It's like C plus <laughs> plus. Or, yeah. Oh my gosh. Am I coding languages now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> PS, PS plus ultimate. Oh, there you go. Oh, no. There's a, is there the, uh, Xbox Game Pass ultimate? It's already ultimate. Yeah. So. PS Plus Premium. Oh, there you go. It's oh, a good name. Buy it from a Sony. Let's go. Yeah, we'll sell it to you. Yeah, call me up, Sony. Still waiting for that <laughs> phone call. Uh, still waiting for the check. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, uh, it's it's worth it. Like okay. ten ten bucks. Yeah, uh, more than ten. I mean, it's fine. a good collection. I'm not, that's it why is, I was asking. Yeah. Like, is and it? they're you adding know, like, and they're, they'll add more opinion. games. Like they, they'll that's have. True. Yeah, they're they're only adding like uh, let me see, it's like fourteen Genesis games at launch. And I think it's like eight and sixty-four games, so um, and they'll they'll keep adding more. Like Major Majora's Mask is coming, and some other stuff for N sixty-four is coming. Um, I, I'm sure that once Sega figures out a licensing thing, they can probably just put more games on it. Like say, I, I, Sega right now is super flexible with their stuff. Like they're they're you know, and if they can partner. With someone like Nintendo, right, to keep oh, yeah. the Genesis stuff out there, because there's rumors that Sega's gonna keep doing like mini consoles. Like, like the, I heard rumors this week that there may be like a Saturn Mini coming out. Like, mm. if that would be the case, that would that would be like a pre-order for me, bro. Because, dude, I was so close to buying to buying a Saturn like a couple weeks ago. I had it in wow. my cart on eBay, and I was gonna I was gonna press it. Um, it was a Japanese Saturn with like five or six games for like one hundred and fifty dollars. So I was gonna, I was gonna 
pressed the button. I was like, you know what? I'm going to hold off. And it, it could pay off. Like, dude, a Saturn Mini comes out with, like, emu- like great emulation on it, right? I don't know. The Internet's a thing. And things can be hacked. So I don't know. <laughs> the Internet. That's all we say. Yep. What's your answer? The Internet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But good stuff. I think Nintendo put uh, put up a, a, a pretty decent show today. Uh, really good stuff to look forward to. Uh, of course, next year, like almost guaranteed, dude, that next E3 is gonna be like Zelda and the next Mario. Because I, th- I'm, I'm pretty sure, like I, I suspect that if if not late next year, early 2023, we're gonna get like a Mario Odyssey too. So, so we'll see. Um, that is what we got. Episode 200. I we made was, it, man. We it was made pretty it. good. We made it. Look for 201. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys again for all your support, your patience. Um, you know, keep keep the likes coming, keep the subscription, subscribes coming. Like I, like I said at the beginning, we don't ask for anything. Just like and subscribe. Sit. That's all you got to do. We, we ain't asking for anything else. So we don't, we're not going to direct you to any site to give us money, but... All you need, all we need, is love. So, <laughs> Joe, if you don't have anything else, stay it away. Absolutely, friends, family, we love you guys. Thank you all for uh, listening. Thank you for staying with us for all these episodes. We want to invite you to stay connected. So make sure you're, you're subscribed first and foremost to our podcast. We're on podcast platforms all around. So make sure you find us on your favorite podcast platform. Places like iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify, Amazon Music. Subscribe on those podcast platforms. We'd love it. Also, make sure you subscribe to the video version on our YouTube channel. Like the videos. Drop us a comment. Share them with others. That would be much appreciated. Uh, The more you can uh, continue to like, support, it helps the algorithm spread out no load time and put it out to other places so that way other people can enjoy this good content too. And again, cost you nothing. Just go ahead and just hit that like button, guys. We really appreciate that. Um, also want to make sure we invite you to stay connected with us on our social media. Uh, if you are watching us right now on Facebook Live, thank you all so much. Make sure you guys are fans on our Facebook account. Also, we're on Twitter and Instagram, so follow us there. We have our Twitch account where you could follow us. No load time altogether. We live stream these episodes. In addition, we also were able to do a nice uh, Battlefront live stream, you know, not that long ago. I'm sure there will be more of those to come. So stay connected. Stay following us. We also invite you to send an email if you have any questions or comments. And maybe, just maybe, we'll even discuss your question or comment live on the show. So send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Obed, it's been an absolute pleasure doing these 200 episodes with you. Like I said, technically has actually been more than that, including our special editions. So it's been a great run, and I look forward to the next 100, my friend. Same here, man. Everyone out there, stay safe, be nice, and we will see you again next time.